Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. And of course, I'm not at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta because it is quarter after 10, uh, Thursday. Is it April 20th? Is it actually 420 today? Hmm. Well, there's either a lot of people up or a lot of people that have uh, maybe made themselves sleepy throughout the day and are probably in bed right now. Anyway. So uh, I had a big day today of driving down to Okotoks to pick up an engine for my SUV, which wasn't the right one. But I ended up finding one in Calgary for a little more money. So um, I got that done. And then I went and visited some friends out between Red Deer and Blackfalls. And now I'm home with another chicken. And uh, a couple times today I stopped and I was kind of going through my Facebook looking at some comments on some recent posts. And a lot of it made me chuckle. Uh, some of it actually made me want to cry, not because I'm, I've hurt feelings or anything, but I realized uh, that something one of my uh, acquaintances said is very true. And that is, if you're confused, you lose. And if we are confused, we lose. So uh, recently I posted a uh, on my Wissasaw Facebook and I said, <clears throat> what is a UC peer asking for a friend? And the reason I posted that is because somebody recently accused me of being a UC peer. And it really got me thinking, like, what does that mean? What would it, what would somebody mean by accusing me of being a UC peer? And what is a UC peer? Because I don't really know. I mean, I know that we have a United Conservative Party in Alberta. Um, I know that they're not perfect. They made a boatload of mistakes over the last three years. Uh, I know there's a lot of people within that party that are going to be held to account for the things they've done over the last three years. But I also know that there are some really good people trying to make some changes in there, and they've been somewhat successful. So when someone says to me, or accuses me of being a UC peer, I wonder what they're accusing me of. Do they think that I'm a Kenny fan, a Jason Kenny fan? I mean, to be fair, I have referred to Jason Kenny as my friend a few times. Uh, doesn't mean he's actually my friend. I mean, that's sarcasm. Anyway, uh, I've been to lots of UCP events. One of the first ones that I went to was the track on two in Lacombe. And that was a lot of fun because uh, then Premier Jason Kenny spent the afternoon running away from me. Got a kick out of that. And then as I went through the comments, I realized that we're in a real, we're, we're in kind of dire straits here. There were people commenting now, now, don't take offense to this. This is this is important that that you learn the things that I'm about to tell you. Uh, and P.S. Please take a moment to like this, share it, do what you can to get out to more people because this is really important. Even for those who troll my page or phone the cafe and say from a private number and say, "Is this the Daniel Smith with the Whistle Stop Cafe?" Ha 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 ha! Click. Oh, so funny. Some people. I, I'm, I'm, I should actually do a series on prank phone calls because I was good at it as a kid. Anyway, um, 
Where was I? All ah, right, we're in dire straits. Some of the comments on my page said things like, the only way out of this is to support the PPC at all costs. Don't vote UCP. So just so you know, uh, the People Part People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier's party, the PPC, uh, is a federal party. It has nothing to do with Alberta politics, nothing to do with the upcoming election here at all. As a matter of fact, federal politics, in my humble opinion, um, is not going to have much of a bearing on Alberta at all. So as I watch people uh, mixing up federal and provincial politics, I realize that even after all this time, there are still people out there that don't actually understand politics at all. They think that because I agree with or support some things that you, the UCP does, they think that I am a snake or a scorpion or a WEF plant or a, a UCP shill. And everything that I've done is because I'm actually just a paid agent to build up the UCP. Now, as flattering as that is, um, <laughs> reality is nobody's paying me to do that. Nobody's going to pay me to do that. I'm not that important. Um, I don't have what those parties want in an agent, and I wouldn't want to do it anyway. So if we're still confused about federal and provincial politics, and we're still doing things like condemning somebody as a shill because they don't blindly follow um, a vengeance and wrath and revenge party, we're in big trouble. Hopefully there's enough people that have been paying attention and have good intentions and will get out and vote uh, that we can make a difference in the upcoming election. There are people who actually uh, condemn me as a WEF plant because I will not say that the earth is flat because it isn't. Um, they condemn me as a UCP shill because I won't say that every airplane in the sky is spraying us with stuff because they're not. And, you know, I, I, I haven't even, I never once said that there's no parts of the earth that's flat. I mean, I've been to Saskatchewan. It's flat there, but it's part of the globe. And I've seen airplanes leaving trails in the sky, but it's vapor. Those two things that I, that I say cause some people to say, oh, Chris isn't awake. He is still sleeping and he has no idea what he's talking about. And if he's supporting any particular candidate, it must be because they are all tyrants and evil and members of the WEF. That's where we're at. Now, I know most of you don't think that way, but there are a large number of people on our side who actually believe those things. Now, let's get one thing straight here. Um, I, I did not open my restaurant because I wanted attention or I wanted to be famous or anything like that. I did it because I was literally backed into a corner and I had nowhere else to go. 
I did not one day get out of bed and say, I have to fix everything that's wrong with the world, so I'm going to serve hamburgers and pour coffee. On the contrary, I started serving hamburgers and pouring coffee because I wanted to let the world not burn down around me, but I wanted to let things be as they may while I was left alone in my quiet little part of the world. It wasn't because I wanted to save the world. And I didn't start serving burgers because I wanted to save the world. I had no other choice. It was either do that or die. Financially. But as I've said before, something interesting happened when I did that. And that is a lot of people came to the cafe. They came to me and they shared their stories with me. And what I've learned is there's a lot of things that need to get fixed in this world. And a lot of them we can start right here in our own province. Specifically, and actually only if we pursue some leverage that we can be used that can be used in our negotiations with those that are uh, trying to oppress us. Anyway, people shared their stories with me, and I realized there's a lot to do. There's like there's so much going on, and we need a solution. I'm not gonna waste my time talking about every. Pardon me. That was that could be insulting. And Lord knows I wouldn't want to insult anybody. I don't want to spend time focusing on every single potential problem that we have and not spend that time working on viable solutions that we can work towards to fix these problems. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to stand on my deck or your deck or those decks down in Australia those really nice decks and scream at the sky that all the airplanes in the sky are spraying us. I'm not going to do that. I am not going to go stand on the beach and look at the ocean and say, it looks flat. The earth is flat and start screaming from the rooftops about it. It's not going to happen. I'm not even going to spend my time uh, harping or talking about the fact that we have some horrible horrible people in politics and they've done some terrible things to us now why well because all of those things take time and we don't have a lot of time and i don't mean like the world's going to light on fire by 2016 if we don't stop driving cars no time i mean our time here is very short i can tell you this with 100 percent certainty the time goes very, very fast. Because just four weeks ago, I turned 30. And in that four weeks, I aged 13 years. Yeah. No, that didn't actually happen. What I'm saying is time goes by very, very fast. And we think we have a lot of time left, but we really don't. We blink and half our life is gone. We go to bed one night and our children are toddlers and they're running around, you know, pooping their pants. And we wake up the next day and they're adults and they're voting. We don't have a lot of time. So the time that we do have here has to be used effectively, has to be used efficiently. So no, I won't scream from the rooftops about every problem we have. We have a lot of them. Um, and I've heard a lot of them over the last three years. 
So let's bring this back around to Chris, the UCP shell. Some folks say that I am a UCP shell because uh, I recognize the fact that there have been people that have made changes within that political party. Right? I acknowledge that. Is it perfect? Definitely not. Is there a ton of corruption to be uh, stomped out still? Yes, there is. And I have these conversations with my hardcore UCP supporting friends. And sometimes I even laugh at them when something happens within the party uh, that they didn't expect, something tyrannical, something, you know, old PC boys club type thing. Because it's not fixed yet. But I have to acknowledge that things are better than they were. I mean, we forced a premier to resign, right? Now, in the other camp, we have the Wild Rose Independence Party of Alberta and the Independence Party of Alberta. Now, uh, back in 2021, I actually said that I was going to seek a nomination for the Wild Rose Independence Party of Alberta in my area because I liked what they were doing. I liked that they were focusing on independence and Alberta standing up for itself because that's exactly what we need. But something horrible happened, and that is the people involved, um, they couldn't get their shit together. And a couple people in particular, they did things that started a fire that eventually burnt it down. Now, sure, they may recover. Uh, they may keep party status. I don't know. But this next part is what was the kicker for me. So you folks may know a person by the name of Dr. Dennis Modry. So Dr. Dennis Modry and I have become fairly good friends over the last three years. We have conversations about these things all the time. We kind of bounce ideas off each other. And uh, I look to Dennis for advice on lots of things because he's like 172 years old and his brain is the size of Jupiter. So of course I'm going to talk to him about things that I'm concerned about. So, uh, in 2021, early 2022, we had said, you know, if if these two independence parties can get past their whatever it is and actually agree to work together as a as a unified group, we can have a real shot at this. We can there will be a shot at independence um, by electing a majority party that's independence minded. But as you saw, that didn't happen. And it didn't happen. One of the reasons was that the leadership within the Wild Rose Independence Party of Alberta would not agree to hold a referendum on independence if they won a majority government, became the government. They said, no, if we become the government, we're not going to hold a referendum on independence. Let me, I'm going to say that again in a different way. An independence-minded party said that if the people of Alberta voted for a party that wanted to have an independent Alberta, that they wouldn't hold a referendum on independence. That's ridiculous. Anyway, so they didn't merge. The Independence Party of Alberta and uh, Wild Rose Independence Party didn't merge. And that was the nail in the coffin that made me and Dennis, I believe, realize that it wasn't going to be a political party that saved us in Alberta. 
It came right back to what I said in the beginning, and that is we're going to save ourselves. Nothing to do with the politicians, nothing to do with the government. We're going to save ourselves. We need this referendum, and it's going to have to be the people that do it because the government's not going to. Do you understand? Freedom through independence is absolutely the key here. The referendum on independence that gives us the leverage to negotiate with the federal government and fix the things that need to be fixed is the key to Alberta. It's not the Sovereignty Act. It's not uh, Tyler Shandro saying that they're not going to take your guns because eventually, as these things go to the Supreme Court, they will steamroller the province and they will make us do what they want us to do in the name of climate or in the name of health, which we have seen. So it's not going to be a party. It's going to be the people. So we started focusing on the referendum. And while I support the Independence Party of Alberta and supported more in the past by speaking at their events, I realized that the Independence Party of Alberta had become not an independence-minded party. Now, these are all my opinions, and opinions are all like, are, are like assholes, of which I am one. I think that's how that goes. Um, the Independence Party had become less of a party focused on freedom through independence and more of a party focused on vengeance and wrath against those who um, did things that interfered or infringed on our rights. And I want to see an independent Alberta. I want to see an Alberta where, uh, you know, those things can't happen because we have rights and freedoms that are guaranteed. We have a judiciary that is easily accessible and doesn't cost $250,000 to prove your innocence in court, which by the way is the way it is right now, in case you're wondering. Those guys in coots, hundreds of thousands of dollars they have to pony up for lawyers to prove their innocence because the government has an infinite amount of money to take from and we have what's in our bank accounts unless we crowdfund and stand together. So thank you very much for that. So my commitment to making Alberta a better place put me in a position where I had to take my own path. And my path no longer aligned with focusing on vengeance and wrath of, of Tyler Shandro or Jason Kenney. And as my path diverged from that, people took that as a sign that I must be a shill. But the reality is that was a much more difficult and is a much more difficult path to take because people are confused. They don't understand why I would be, I would be pursuing an independent Alberta. They don't understand why I wouldn't be spending all of my time focusing on the snakes and the scorpions and the tyrants. You hear what I'm saying? Even more people, they can't understand why I don't spend my time focusing on vapor trails. And because they don't understand, because they're confused, they are going to lose. I want a better Alberta. I don't give a crap about party politics. As a matter of fact, um, I will say I 100%, 100% support the UCP candidate in my area 
Her name is Jennifer Johnson. And I support her not because she's a member of the UCP, but I support her because she's a really good person. And I know she'll do a good job for Albertans. That's why I support her. Rimby Rocky Mountain House. Uh, the UCP candidate is Jason Nixon. I do not support Jason Nixon. I wholeheartedly support Tim Hoven because he's a good man and he will do a great job for Alberta. Do you see where I'm going here? I don't care about the party stuff. I don't care about this notion that you have to agree with everything that everyone else says in order to get something done. I care about the right thing and supporting the right people who want to do things for the right reasons. And that is not a popular place to be. It's much safer to stay within the party or the group or the organization where everybody just, they might think that others' opinions are weird, but they support them anyway because they're in the party. I'm not like that. If someone in the UCP said, uh, um, you know what, I want to see legislation put forward that uh, says that individuals who are fighting the government, that the government can only spend what the individual can afford to spend. So if Chris Scott can only afford to spend $10,000 on court and legal fees to fight for his rights, the government can only spend $10,000. I would support that. Not because of the UCP, because it's the right thing. If an independent candidate did that and there was a UCP candidate uh, running against them, I would support the independent candidate because they're doing the right thing. And it is not a safe or easy place to be outside of the group, outside of the herd, exposed and um, vulnerable to attack from all sides. Because I've been attacked by the UCP, the NDP, Antifa, um, the Independence Party of Alberta, people within the Alberta Prosperity Project. I've been attacked by everybody. Not saying that all of those groups as an organization disagree with me or don't like me, but there are people within them that don't understand what I do or say, so they will attack me for it because I don't agree with them on other things. So I think that this is something we really have to work on. Number one, you really need to know how politics works. It's important. This notion that politics, uh, I'm not going to pay attention to politics because I don't like it. I don't want politics in my life. Too bad. It's too bad for you. Politics affects everything in your life from the moment you're born, actually, from the moment you're conceived until after you die. Politics affects every single aspect of your life. Where you live, how you live, where you work, how you work, how long you work, how much you get paid when you work, what benefits you get, every single thing, who you can marry, who you can sleep with, how you can die. If you're allowed to participate in society when there's a virus, your life is impacted by every part of it by politics. And yet there are people out there who still don't know the difference between federal and provincial politics. You need to know that. There are still people out there that don't understand the relationship between Canada and Alberta or the other provinces. You need to know that. There are people out there 
who don't understand that the provinces are actually sovereign states. They think that the federal government and their laws trumps all the provincial laws because they're hired. They are not. The federal government is supposed to be administrators of the provinces in this confederation, and the provinces are supposed to chart their own course. Yet the federal government has been clawing back the provincial sovereignty for decades. And it's important that people understand that, especially if you're going to say that I'm a, some sort of a bad word for supporting Alberta independence. I support Alberta independence because I understand the relationship between the federal government and the provinces. I know what it's supposed to look like. I understand that we're supposed to be able to prosper and chart our own course and the federal government's not letting us. I know that when the provinces signed on to confederation that the federal government agreed to let them chart their own course. And it's not happening. It's going terribly, terribly wrong and we're circling the toilet. I understand that this is another thing I saw today. I understand that it's not greedy landlords who are causing a problem by increasing rent. They're increasing rent because their dollars aren't worth what they used to be. They're increasing rent because things cost more. They're increasing rent because renters can no longer afford to pay their power and their gas and their water bills and they leave and those bills are put on the owners. That's why. Because politics is affecting that aspect of their life. Not because they're greedy capitalists, because reality is slapping everybody in the face. I get those things. Anyway. Um, please do whatever you can to educate yourself on how the political structure works in the provinces, in the country. Read about the relationship between Ottawa and Alberta and really dig deep and try and find the root of these problems. You're hearing ads on the radio right now that the NDP is running and they're saying things like, Daniel Smith wants you to pay out of pocket for medical services. Well, that's a lie. Daniel Smith wants you to pay a deductible for surgery. Well, that's a lie. And if, if you're going to believe these things because these are the things you want to hear, we're lost. If, you're gonna, if you hear these things and you take the time to think critically about them and find out the real information so you're not confused, we're going to win. So please do that. And in the meantime, I'm going to go get some sleep because I have a busy day at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta tomorrow. That's where I usually am. Uh, I'm going to be serving tomorrow. And I dropped fuel prices by some cents per liter. How many cents per liter did I drop it? Can't remember. Anyway, I posted a picture of the sign. It's uh, quite low comparatively. So I'm anticipating a fairly busy day. Thank you all for watching. And, oh, wait a minute. Pardon me. Ah, yes. Yes. How about Daniel Smith wants to raise taxes 146 times? 
don't be stupid and believe the people that are being stupid and saying stupid things. It just makes you look stupid. And, and that wasn't directed at you, Jeff. That was directed at anybody who hears this stuff on the radio and actually believes it. I'm just going to go really, really quickly through the comments. I'm going to pick out a couple of questions, answer them if I can, and then I'm going to bed because I am freaking exhausted. Pardon me. Oh, yeah. those. So Yvonne says, those ads from Notley are so bad attacking Daniel Smith. I turn her off. Turn off the radio, I'm assuming. I turn most women off. Um, I think if you are upset that the radio stations are actually allowing these blatant lies to be broadcast under the CRTC rules, you should phone and make a complaint. Because this is it's not supposed to be allowed, and they use the CRTC rules against conservatives all the time so why shouldn't the why shouldn't the left be held to the same standard phone them and complain uh, so what party in alberta is not aligned with trudeau wild rose independence party if they still exist the independence party of alberta the united conservative party and no don't tell me that they're aligned with trudeau because of some fourth four degrees of separation between someone and the other that's ridiculous the ucp is actually and has been standing up to the federal government sorry let me back that up the ucp gave the illusion of standing up to the federal government during the kenny reign now they're taking a more active and real approach or so it seems and if we hold their feet to the fire and keep them accountable they may just continue standing up to Ottawa. So I would say that those parties are not aligned with Trudeau. Uh, where do we got here? I don't agree that we have to care about politics, but we have to know about politics. Like we don't have to care about math, but we have to know about math or we count out the wrong change and it hurts us. We don't have to care about physics, but we should know about physics. So when people say, well, the earth must be flat because the water's all flat, we know, oh, wait a minute. No, their water sticks to the earth because of the law of attraction and this and that. And we don't fall into a ridiculous conspiracy that focuses our attention everywhere, but where it should be. Knowledge is very important. As a matter of fact, some people say knowledge is power. I think that uh, Alberta, and our resources is power and the world should have it. The federal government in Canada is communistic. Our communistic, our provinces should have our rights. They're taking our rights away. And that is absolutely true. They're doing it for your health. They're doing it for climate change. They're doing it for your own good. As a matter of fact, Teresa Tam recently said something about um, climate change is the single most devastating factor in your health right now. So she's, she's, associating health with climate change so that the federal government can use climate change and health interchangeably to take away your rights and lock you down and do the things they want to do. It's going to happen. Uh... <laughs> Marsha, I like how you call her not whole. Genius. 
So uh, again, with the vote splitting nonsense, it's nonsense. If if any candidate cannot earn your trust and earn your vote, that's not your fault. That's their fault. So put it on them. If the UCP candidates are that bad that people vote for NDP, that means that they are really, really bad, like really bad, and they don't deserve votes anyway. And that's not the voters' fault. It's the candidate's fault. So many political experts. Oh, these people are trying. Oh, ah, someone just said that about me. They laughed at me when I said that. I'm not a political expert. I'm just giving you my opinions. People directing people to their pages by using my page. Very flattering. Thank you. Lawyers calling each other, my friend. It's amusing. Okay, I'm, I'm too tired for this. I got to get to bed. But uh, thanks again for watching. And I hope that some of the stuff that I said made a little bit of sense. Uh, if it doesn't, well, cheers. Enjoy your sleep with my jumbled up opinions in your mind. See you later.